Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 65 of The Daily Run Through the Book of Titus. And we are in chapter three. And as I have been doing over and over, um, letting you know what's happening in the portion that we're reading today, because as I talk about often here on the Run of the Mills podcast, uh, context Context, context, context is what matters. Uh, what you're reading um, can be uh, straight out of God's word and completely misunderstood by taking it out of the context. Not long ago, somebody sent me uh, a, a verse and the verse, they were asking a question and they, I think they were trying to answer the verse by sharing another, sharing or answer the question by sharing this verse. The problem was, is that the verse came from not a statement of truth necessarily, but rather a question that was being asked uh, in the scripture. And so um, just because somebody asks a question in the Bible doesn't mean that that question is saying something true or false. It's just a question, right? And, and the context uh, is what matters there. You know, I, I recently I did a, a podcast in my Lies podcast series um, a, that took a verse out of the book of Job. Uh, and the verse was used as a statement of truth, but the verse is actually spoken by one of Job's friends who are told by God that they speak falsely. So um, just because it's a verse out of the Bible doesn't mean uh, it's something that's necessarily applicable to, uh, to well, to, take it, to just take it by itself, right? Um, you pull that verse out by itself and not knowing who said it, what they were talking about, who they were talking to, you can get it all mixed up. And so again, that's why we do this in context. And that's why I remind you on a regular basis of what the context is of what we're reading. Um, I would assume that you listened yesterday, except that I see the numbers of the podcast listens. And it's very strange. Some days there's 10, some days there's zero. And the next day there's three. So my assumption is that not everybody listens every day. And um, so just so you know where we are, uh, Paul is reminding Titus, these are the things to share with your church. And one of the last things he says, um, he says, speak evil of no one, but to be peaceful, gentle, showing humility to all men. And then he said, he reminds Titus of this. He says, hey, for we ourselves, in verse 3, for we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts, pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. So that's, he's saying, hey, remember how we used to be. And, and, and believers in general, remember where you came from. I talked about this last time, being grounded. Remember, you're but a sinner saved by grace. See, because he says, we once were foolish, disobedient, deceived, etc. But in verse four, he says this, but, ah, see, there's the change. We once were that, and hopefully we're no longer that. Hopefully, when you became a Christian, when you gave your life to Jesus, when you received him as your savior, um, hopefully that became, that became a new beginning, Right? Like Second Corinthians says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. The problem for many is that when they, you know, have, respond to an altar call or they pray and ask Jesus into their heart, they, um, whatever the, the terminology of the day um, is, um, sometimes they miss out on this whole idea. You know, it's like, I don't want to go to hell, so I'm going to raise my hand and receive Jesus, but they 
don't realize the aspect of like, wait, this is a new life. This is being born again. And so those old things are gone. We don't have to be ruled by those old things anymore. And, you know, when Jesus comes into your life, you know, the Holy Spirit comes into you, every believer, and he wants to change you, right? That's uh, what Romans 6 and 7, you know, you, that you be, you know, conformed into the image of his son, or is that Romans 8? Anyway, you can look it up. I'm just going off the top of my head. Uh, so, you know, his, his goal, his desire is, um, oh, it's it's 829. Romans 8, 29, um, you know, his desire is to conform us into the image of his son. And so there should be a change in us. And he says, you know, this is how you used to be. This is how you used to be. Now, as a Christian, if you don't, if you look back and you don't see a change from how you were before you were Christian to how you are now, that should be concerning. If you look back a year ago and you don't see growth, that should be concerning. You know, we, we should constantly be striving to grow closer to him. You know, striving is probably a bad word, but that should be our desire, right? We should be pursuing a closer walk with him. And that's not always easy because life is complicated and life is busy and we have families and things to do. You know, we have things going on. And sometimes there are things that happen in your life that, that that just alter your relationship with Jesus. Um, an example of that uh, in my own life was when I got married. Before I got married, I left my Bible on my floor, right in the middle of my floor. And when I walk in after work, I'd see my Bible on my floor and I would lay down on the floor and I'd read it. That's where it lived, in the middle of my floor. Well, when I got married, that changed because I was married to somebody who was not probably a fan of having uh my book on the middle of the floor, but not only that, but now I had another person in my house. My affections were divided. My time was divided. And you know, the Bible talks about that. You know, Paul talks about that in first Corinthians of the benefits of singleness. You know, when you're single, you just worry about yourself and you're in the Lord, you know, you just, you can serve him and go, but when you're married, you have concerns about other things. And then when I had kids, it changed again. And, and those are, those are normal aspects of life. And so I want to look back and say, you know, am I, am I walking more, you know, am I walking in righteousness now? You know, compare, comparatively to where I was five years ago, am, am I a holier person now? Has, has God sanctified me? I guess that's probably the best word, sanctification. That is that, that word of the, being, um, that process that we go through as Christians, being, um, as we're transformed into the image of Christ, sanctified. As he, uh, I always remember saying a brand decaffeinated coffee. It tastes like regular coffee, but the caffeine has been removed. You know, as I go through my life and I'm sanctified, the, the, the bad stuff being removed. And so that's, that should have happened and that should be happening. That should be happening. And, and I, I submit to you this, that if you don't see a difference from where you were with the Lord five years ago to today, there's some things I would ask. Number one, I'd say, are you spending time with them? Are you spending time with them? Um, is there no, is there any output in your life, right? A lot of times Christians have input, 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 input. In other words, uh, you go to church, you listen to a Bible podcast, you listen to Christian music. All those things are great. You do daily devotions. Fantastic. Good things. All good things. But is there output? Is there output? Is there any outflowing? Are you just, 
are you just consuming and not doing anything with, with what you're consuming? You know, are you praying, you know, forgive God, give me the opportunity to share this, share what I've learned and then be on the lookout for it. Be on the lookout for that opportunity to, to share it with others, what you're learning. Look for those places to serve. You know, don't just have input and your service doesn't have to be talking, right? It doesn't just have to be, I'm going to learn the Bible. I'm going to go preach the Bible. It can be, I'm going to, I'm going to learn the Bible. I'm going to listen to these podcasts. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to study and I'm going to serve in the parking lot ministry at church, or I'm going to be an usher output, you know, have a service aspect don't become what we would call a spiritually constipated Christian, one who has only input and well, no output. You know, the, the, the Christian life is, is a challenge because we're all different, right? We all have our own individual struggles. We all have our own individual, um, those things that draw us that should not, you know, the sinful, the sinful desires that, that, you know, that we, just have that, you know, that guy over there doesn't have, and, or that lady over there, she doesn't have that. What, what, you know, and so there it's, there's those individual, those individual things. Um, and so, you know, th those are those, if you're not growing, you know, you, you can kind of put yourself to a test. And, you, and like I said before, there's, you know, am I spending time in God's word? You know, not, not out of obligation, but because I want to hear from him. Am I worshiping? Am I worshiping? Am I um, fellowshipping with other believers? Do I, you know, and for some of us, we have a spouse, we have a family, and there's great fellowship in that. Um, but for others that, you know, especially those people that are, you know, in, in a, a position where they're single or they're married to a person who is not a believer, you know, finding that Christian fellowship is an important aspect of Christian growth. What else? Uh, prayer. You know, are you... Spending time talking to the Lord. You know, one of the things I find for myself is that, you know, I'll pray for people a lot and I'll forget to just pray for myself, right? And sometimes people are like, oh, that sounds selfish. But no, just saying, God, give me direction. Give me wisdom. God, I want to make the right choice. God, if there's, see if there, you know, see if there be any um, unclean thing in me. God, reveal to me that those things you want to change. It's really easy to focus on other people's problems. And, and pray for their issues and avoid our own. And I think that that hinders our growth. So what have I hit so far? I said, study the Bible, st you know, study, pray, study, pray, studying, um, read, you know, reading the Bible, not just a little at a time, reading big portions of it is great. Reading one verse over and over every day. That's great. You know, not just reading, but studying, meditating, um, memorizing a verse, especially if you're struggling with something, find a verse that talks about that thing. I, I said, notice else I say fellowship with others that that is that is an, an important part of the church experience. Right. When, when you read like in um, what is it in Hebrews 10, uh, right around verse 20, where it says, you know, let us not forsake the meeting together or the gathering together as some are in the habit of doing. But let us continue to do so, encouraging one another as you see the day approaching. You know, he's talking about the gathering together, the episynagogue, the meeting in the manner of synagogue. Um, but why? Right. It's not so that I can go and learn. That's not the reason he gives there. He says to encourage one another. Right. That's the 
fellowship aspect, you know, the accountability aspect. So what we what have I hit so far? Well, we're running out of time. So, you know, and all this off of the word but um, in verse four, um, you know, the, the change. So, you know, if you're not growing as a Christian, challenge yourself, right? You know, if you're not working out at the gym, your muscles aren't going to grow. I, I can attest to this because my muscles are not growing because I'm not going to the gym. If you want to grow, well, you've got to put the pressure on. You've got to do a little bit more, right? So make sure you're doing the praying. Make sure you're doing the some studying Bible reading. Make sure you have fellowship with other believers. Make sure you're praying. Ah, oh, what's another one? And the output, the serving. Serve. So th that's a good five things to will. That's one per finger. Usually that's more... Uh, more things than I more points than I like to have. But if you're not growing um, one last little thought, since we're over by three minutes, um, one last little thought, look back to that time where you felt like you were closer to God. Look back to that time when you were growing and say, what was different? What was different? You know, if it was a time where your church was having a revival and you're like, Oh man, I just felt so close to the Lord then. Or maybe you were at a, uh, conference. Oh, it just felt so close to the Lord there. Or maybe you were at, at camp, you know, oh, I felt close to the Lord there. Well, I think if you examine it, you'll find that perhaps it was a situation where every day you were having, you know, like at a revival service, every day you're listening to preaching, you're having fellowship, you're worshiping, you're looking into the word, you're praying, or you're at summer camp and you felt closer to God at camp because every day you were having chapel, you were surrounded by Christian people. You were studying God's word. You were praying for others. You were doing service projects, whatever. Um, you know, you were at a conference and there were all these speakers who were speaking on these topics and, and you listened to sermons all day. You know, well, wow. Well, can you do that? Can you still do that kind of thing? I think you can. And it's also important to remember that we do have, we do have those spiritual high points. We have those touchstone moments in our life where we have, that spiritual high and they don't it's not constantly that way and we have to be careful of the the downsling right like uh elijah and the prophets of baal and on mount carmel and then the after you know the the depression after we have to be aware of those things so anyway look back at those times you know look back and say you know back then oh you know what i was in that bible study with those ladies that encouraged me or i was attending that church where they were teaching god's word and I was in God's word every day, whatever it is that was that, that you see different at that time, go back and try doing that again. That sometimes helps. God bless you. Talk to you next time.